Hey there, everyone. Danny with a pre-show note. When we talk about how Reliant K spells the word clause in this episode, they only spelled it with an E in the original Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands, but it's spelled the way clause is supposed to be spelled in the more popular CD, whatever that's called, Reindeer. That's it. Thank you, Jessica. On with the show! Ho, ho, ho. <gasps> ho, ho, Jessica. How Santa. are you? Hi, I'm good. Merry Christmas yet again. Oh, I see you're going to be ready to record your podcast. Yes, yeah. Danny must be in the bathroom. I always miss him every year. <sighs> I know, it's crazy. Well, I hope you've been good this year. And thank you for that Tim a- helping me with that Tim Allen stuff last year. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He's going to rot in prison. <laughs> We put I press charges. Oh, good. Yep. Good. So, Merry Christmas to you. Oh, you want masks? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're one of those, huh? Oh. You're going to let people just trample all over your civil liberties? Oh, wow. Very much to his disliking, Santa spent all night hitchhiking with a sign that reads, Ho, ho, slow down. Santa Claus is coming to town. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. I miss Santa again. I know. And Jessica was just telling me he's a COVID truther. Oh, boy. Yeah, (laughs) there was a lot to unpack there. How did he get in the house? I don't know the way Santa always gets in. (laughs) Did he hitchhike here? Because this week we're talking about... Santa wow, Claus is what, a, what town. a seamless transition. Seamless, seamless. <laughs> I'm a little thrown off because we're sitting on opposite sides of the table tonight. Yeah. You've got such I've got the lovely view of the Christmas tree. You do. And you've got a lovely view of the trash cans. <laughs> so Merry Christmas to everyone. This is our Babe, I'm looking at you, so I have the best view of all. Aw, thank you. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I'd like to know if we have any top of the show business. We do. We have a bunch of stuff. So, first of all, just in general, there's nothing much to say about this. But uh, I ran a poll online okay. on our Twitter account and our Instagram. Oh, right. I was just kind of curious. Like, does anyone like follow us that doesn't listen? And apparently, like most people don't listen. <laughs> Like, as far as our social media goes, like, 75% of our social media it willingly let us know that they don't listen to the podcast. But that's cool. So, eventually, maybe they will start listening. They're, they're around for my dank Reliant K takes and yeah, memes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that was an, an interesting thing to discover. Oh, and last week, I meant to edit something in after the fact, mm-hmm. but it, we were getting to the wire, getting that episode out. The whole time when we were mixing up Silent Night with Oh Holy Night, yes. and you had done research for Silent Night Away in a Manger. Right. And it's, I didn't realize this when we were talking about that, but we've already done that song. So when I told that was in our first four pods of Christmas. It's been a long year. I totally we d- forgot. We did. And, it, and the, the specific thing around this didn't hit me until after we did the episode but they do silent night away in a manger and go into i celebrate the day so we did all three of those songs in one episode so in the year that they recorded those that reliant k recorded those three bonus tracks with ethan on drums uh i guess that tour they mixed it up 
and you, you even said like it was kind of odd what, that they went from Oh Holy Night right into, into Silent it, Night. No, I'm sorry, into, into I Celebrate, I celebrate the, day. the Day. Yeah, sorry, I mixed it up again. But that was the significance that we didn't realize that I Celebrate the Day has that complete like Silent Night away in a manger like things that was so intentful on the record that we deliberately did all three of those songs together because we didn't think you could separate them. Right. But apparently that wasn't the case because you could do a holy night leading into I Celebrate the Day Anyway. Oh, speaking of which, I forgot. Where is it? Right over here. No, I see that the print's there, but I saved the... Where is it? Right here. (laughs) We're so prepared. No, I was looking for the envelope that... (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's right there. It's behind you. So what we've got, we got this beautiful I Celebrate the Day Christmas print that we were retweeting and letting people know on our Instagram stories were for sale from Madison Dunaway. And their uh, Instagram is custom underscore made underscore creative. Custom made creative is the name of their business. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. It came in today. So they thanked us for sending them that and gave us a free print. So I hope everyone else bought one. And if you didn't, go to custom underscore made underscore creative. Custom made creative by Madison Dunaway. It's super cute. Yes. And then we do have voicemails. And one of them is, again, relevant to last week's episode. So this is from Connor Daddy called back. I I just spoiled his. He was going to say the joke. Pretend I didn't say that. (laughs) Let's see who this is. Hey, Danny and Jess. uh, Connor Daddy. I guess here. Uh, yeah. So I didn't, so I didn't know anything about this, these Woodland Hills things or whatever. So he's talking about the Woodland Forest cartoons, which I guess not every Reliant K person knows about it. Right. I barely knew about them. Cause when they came out, I kind of checked them out, but I didn't remember them until we started doing this podcast yeah. a year ago. And, but we said Woodland Hills at one point, cause that's the name of a Los Angeles, town right and then he just called them with the nails um but when i saw that you were doing oh holy night i was like oh man i really hope they do this one particular audio of oh holy night that's really funny so that uh the audio from that um it's not actually original to that animation it's actually so that is pitch shifted up from like the original it's like if i remember correctly that uh, Oh Holy Night audio was actually recorded by a guy who worked at an actual recording studio. Oh, there's a fire truck driving by. So that's fun. Uh, so that, got, that was recorded by a guy who worked at an actual recording studio. And it was like late in the studio one night or something. And he decided that he was just going to go and record that rendition of Oh Holy Night but make fun of a lot of, like, the terrible, like, vocalists and singers who would come in to record their stuff at his studio, like all the really bad ones. So that is the story that I've seen, that it's specifically meant to be poking fun at, like, really bad, uh, like, people recording in his studio. Um, but yeah, I've always thought that was funny, and I'm glad it came up in some capacity. So, yeah. Anyway, talk to you guys later. So yeah, so then Connor followed up with a DM, and I'm pulling that up. But basically, that's interesting. Like he said, I didn't, know that. I didn't know it either. I didn't. I actually tried to dig a little bit to figure out what the audio was mm-hmm. in the Woodland Forest Christmas episode, but 
I didn't find anything, and I like searched on Twitter, and I was like, who did the vocals? I was kind of assuming, based off the idea that it was recorded by Reliant K, right. that maybe it was John Warren or something, Yeah. right? But no, it's actually like a proto-meme from 2007 that was like out there, and they took this meme of a guy singing Oh Holy Night badly on purpose, and pitch shifted it up, which kind of gave it that South right. Park quality that right. you talked about. And then um, released it that way. So here it is. Connor DM'd. And he's, it's, the guy's name was Steve Maudlin. Hmm. And it's basically exactly the same audio you've heard. But it's just it sounds like an actual human being. <laughs> instead of like sounding like a deer. <laughs> instead of sounding like a deer. My name is- what does the deer say? Bah, 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 bah. Oh, wow. It's been 20 years ago. Oh, so this video that... Yeah, what, what does this, the fox say was from 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> so this video of Steve Maudlin is him explaining when he did this thing that became like a proto-meme. Let's hear, see if we can hear some of his, you know, properly pitched version. Till he appeared And our soul felt its so that explains that like i didn't even try to dig into that because i looked online and i couldn't figure it out assuming like i said that reliant k recorded that audio yeah now that makes me wonder once i knew that i looked and there's tons of youtube videos and memes Mm. based around oh holy nightmare on its own it never occurred to me to search oh holy nightmare without the words reliant k and then i found tons of videos based on the actual thing however at least the four fan videos based off of what I thought was Reliant K's Oh Holy Nightmare. I think that they were inspired by Reliant K's specific version because they sounded pitched properly right. to me. Yeah. But I guess maybe the one where the guy was doing like a talent show thing at his church, you know, like badly singing oh, and mouthing the words on yeah, purpose, yeah. that might have been based off of the original gotcha. proto meme and not the Reliant K thing. So thanks to Connor for... for That was a pod mystery that we didn't even know was a mystery. <laughs> All I did was I went on Twitter and I typed in like, holy, Oh Holy Nightmare Reliant K Vocals. Oh Holy Nightmare Reliant K Vocalist. I was like trying to see if anyone had ever talked about it online. Right. On Twitter specifically, and no one ever did. So, yeah... Thank you, Connor, for that. And then we have one other voicemail from David Park. Hey, uh, whole thing. Uh, this is David from Jimmy E. Pod. Um, uh, Jimmy E. World actually has a history with the Mormon Church. Uh, they are not a Mormon, and yet they are consisted of members that grew up in the Mormon faith. Uh, and their original bass player uh, had uh, left before they signed the Capitol to go on his mission. Uh, so that maybe maybe she's conflating the like with Jimmy World. Anyway, um, uh, separate of that, uh, we all know that in the VeggieTales world, if anyone were a rutabaga, it would be <laughs> uh, pop uh, sensation Lou Bega would be the rutabaga in the VeggieTales world. Thank you. Good night. Jessica, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Santa came by and he ate all our milk and cookies, so I was just making a little more tea. <laughs> that mother. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta disinfect all that stuff now because he doesn't oh, believe in yeah, masks yeah. or whatever. I know that's true. <laughs> I hope he didn't use any of my teacups or anything. So uh, 
Yeah, so just following up because yeah, last week with that TikToker who went around claiming Reliant K was Mormon. <laughs> right. Which I haven't heard anything else about since. But uh yeah, like I said they maybe they were mixing up with the Aquabats. I saw other people saying maybe they mixed it up with uh Imagine Dragons. But now it could they could have mixed it up with the friend of that TikToker who worked in the industry. Right. Might have been thinking of Jimmy Eat World because apparently one member of the band from early on, I guess that Dave uh, David Park was saying is used to be was left the band to go on his mission right before Jimmy Eat World signed Capital. Yeah, she went on to talk about how uh, all the members of Bowling for Soup are actually Moonies. <laughs> I forgot about the Moonies. Yeah, I worked with some. Two. Yeah. A couple years ago. I guess that's another thing that if you hear about, because I barely know what that is, but... I had never heard of them until I worked with two of them. Yeah, I guess there are, like, plenty of, like, of these, like, innocuous sort of sects of Christian-based faith, right? I don't even know if they were, if they're a sect of of Christian-based faith or not. Right, but I'm just saying, like... I do know that some dude is like, hey... You two should be married. <laughs> there are arranged marriages through their church. Gotcha. In that. But, yeah. So there's so many more th- things like that out there. Because then like when the person, not to get back into this, but when somebody last week was like, Reliant K has roots in Quaker uh, denominations. So right. maybe that's what they confuse. There's all these denominations and like things that are technically, I guess. So when I said innocuous, what I meant was like, there are plenty of like little religions and pseudo Christian denominations and stuff and things that might technically fall under the thing of cults, but they're not cults in like the sensational like Scientology or Nexium sort of thing. They're just like churches. And maybe if you hear someone is one of those, then you just you get confused and you name some other one and then you put it on your TikTok when Reliant K was never one of those groups at all. Right. Okay. So the the Moonies are. A mix of Christianity, Confucianism, shamanism, and anti-communism. Oh, well, well I, I like to, that last one. Accor- according to their their founder, okay, I guess. <laughs> well, they they are classified as a cult, though. Okay. Well, also, no, no offense if we have any Mooney listeners, but that says that something class at least google classifies you as a cult yeah multiple um just like the lou big multiple (laughs) multiple news articles right i'm sorry i'm laughing at at the lou big the lou big is a rutabaga cult is another one (laughs) so thank you for those voicemails uh just double checking yeah i guess that's it for top of the show so merry christmas why don't we get out of here early (laughs) Can we get out of here early? It's Christmas. <laughs> Moving on to Santa Claus is thumb into town. So the not the very first part, but like in that like in the first act of this song. Right. It's a little wake up call immediately followed by a lot of breakdown. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you mean break down the song or break breakdowns? Like there's a lot of breakdowns in this song. There are a lot of breakdowns, but I meant the song breakdown it oh, has okay. that very like here i just hope my remorse was not too little too late oh the first part of this is oh, so okay. like wake up call and then it goes into 
Because then it flew up right in my face. Once again, life's on all my nerves. Don't you see that I'm stuck in this place? It's kind of like, okay. I'm not quite at the right point in the song. But I'm, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this song that basically, yeah, that's, I mean, if it's Matt Thiessen writing the songs, then there are those phrases and and chord progressions that interest him or that he naturally goes to. So it makes sense it would sound like one of those other songs. It's just the, that very beginning part, and then it goes into just a very, like, the most 2004 song you've ever heard. Right. Well, what I was going to say about this is that basically the how we talk about the Deck the Halls Christmas songs, the Deck the Halls and Bruise Your Hands Christmas songs specifically, are among the most Blink-182-esque stuff Reliant K has ever done. Right. Or any other time you're like, oh, Reliant K sounds like Blink-182. You're like, I guess, sort of. But if you put this album, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands on, you're like, this sounds like Blink-182. Well, this song specifically is like you took Blink-182's 2003 album specifically, right? (laughs) Whereas so much other stuff on the Deck Deck the Halls and Bruise Your Hand album kind of sounds like, you know, early Travis Blink-182. Right. Like, this sounds like late Travis Blink-182 in terms of <laughs> in terms of that couple of years. Like gotcha. 90, yeah, Like, 98, 99... No, 99 to 2003 or whatever. This sounds like the most uh, self-unentitled 2003 Blink-182 sort of tone, but then with the fast pop-punk stuff, so it's like Go or something from that album, combined with... Like a chunky, no effects like bass sort of tone. Mm. So this is like they. So again, this is like their most pop punk album. It really is. You know what I mean? Like Like this song is so like ruckusy, like pop punk. Not like a lot of these Christmas songs, especially from Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand are not super Reliant K. Right. Like, the beginning of this song is the only part that's super Reliant K. Yeah. Like, when people say Reliant K is a pop-punk band, and we're always kind of resistant to that, this is the example I give. I'd be like, okay, this is them doing pop-punk. Right. And compare the actual sound of this song, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Thumb into Town, or Angels We Have Heard on High, or other songs, or twenty or 12 Days of Christmas. Compare these songs... To their original song, to those original songs, you know what I mean. Well, right. Twelve Days of Christmas has an original part, but compare their Chris, their pop punk Christmas songs to their fastest pop rock songs on their own albums from before then, and this is like the this is Reliant K sounding like No Effects and Blink One Eight Two in a blender, right? In a Christmas blender with lots of nice Christmas liquor and licorice. I don't know. <laughs> What do you put into a Christmas, Christmas blender? <laughs> so, um, let me see. So this tr- this song was on Happy Christmas Volume Three, which we talked about the Happy Christmas comps a little bit last week because we talked about how Ivory Line also did Oh Holy Night, but it was on Happy Christmas Volume Five. <laughs> gotcha. So the Happy Christmas comps were Tooth and Nail Records, but they were any sort of like. Christian alternative band, any any band that would play on the skate stage at Soul Fest, right? Any tooth and nail, sort of like not as much CCM stuff. There were a couple of like bands that might have crossover with CCM, like the Supertones or Reliant K or something, but it was mostly like like MXPX that song Christmas Day, the one I tricked you into thinking it was a. Right. Well, what was the lyric? 
Uh, there's something about the way you... The lyric is, there's something about the way you spend your Christmas. And we were watching the, the second MXPX Between This World and the Next live stream, and Jessica was like, what did he say? She thought he actually said something dirty. And I was like, I can't remember what you thought he said. But then I said, no, he said there's something about the way you chew your breath mints. Right. And she was like, really? That's such a weird lyric. And I was like, I know, it's weird. And then I immediately said, no, I'm lying. I think it was like, suck your candy or something like that. Right. I think that was what I thought he said. So I think you thought he said something about nipples. What? <laughs> there's not even an N in there. I guess not. Well, anyway... This was on Happy Christmas Volume 3, and I loved the first two Happy Christmas albums because there were lots of bands that I really liked doing high-energy, fun takes on Christmas songs. Yeah. And then by Happy Christmas Volume 3, I started to kind of lose the beat a little bit. I don't remember most of the bands that were on that one. You realized you weren't that into Christmas music, so you just kind of yeah. moved on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, did you find any? Did you you did your deep dive on this song, right? I did. So just maybe to skip ahead a little bit because I don't know if you found this, but why do they spell claws with an e here? I don't know. I did not come across that, but it definitely was like Google was like, "Did you mean?" And I was like, "No." Right. <laughs> it's so strange because this song is called Santa Claus's Thumb into Town, and I guess if no, just in case maybe they no just one... wanted to be funny. Right. Weird. I don't know. And just so, in like case, a, like a like they're doing a contract, right? Clause. Yeah, I, I don't understand. For some reason, I always thought that this was like because I never listened to tons of Reliant K Christmas like a lot of other people do. Mm-hmm. I just generally, if I don't know, two years ago, if you said like, "What's the deal with the song Santa Claus's Thumb in the Town?" I would have falsely, I would have been wrong, but I've been like, "Oh, isn't it like?" Santa Claus is coming to town, but they, like half the song is original. And no, it's a completely original song yeah. based off the title of a well-known Christmas song. I thought, because 12 Days of Christmas is a song, the Reliant Case 12 Days of Christmas, I've heard tons. I, had, I haven't listened, I didn't used to listen to the Christmas album from beginning to end right. until recently. But I've heard 12 Days of Christmas a bunch, and I know there are original lyrics in that version. So for some reason, I always thought that Santa Claus's Thumb into Town was like, is Santa Claus's Coming to Town with some original material? But no, it's just a totally new song. And I've known this for a while. I, I'm a bad fan, but I'm just saying I've known this for a while. It's just, it took a couple years for my head to wrap around that idea. Right. And but, I don't know what the reason for the spelling is. It is, Santa Claus is copyright free. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't think that Santa Claus. But I mean, like some of the other songs or like why they spell Reliant the way they do is like oh. we think for copyright reasons. So I'm like, there, I, you know, any other song title that they spell differently is and that makes me question, is it actually like, you know, Seventeen Magazine not being done like, you know, not being spelled out, but with the numbers instead? Is that not you know, maybe it wasn't for copyright reasons. Maybe it was just an or artistic is a, choice. Or is it just a, like a reference to the fact that they are reliant with an E? Is it like maybe. a really, really subtle joke? <laughs> because when you also, when you Could look at be. like fan uploads of this song and fan material on YouTube, they all spell Santa Claus correctly, which is technically incorrectly. In my notes, I spelled song. it correctly. Right. <laughs> so I just found... Something called Santa Santa dash clause dot to oh my gosh oh it's called emailsanta.com, and it'll just take you to their blog spot I guess and it's asking like how do you spell Santa some people 
call me Santa Claus. Some people call me Saint Nicholas. Some people call me Père Noël. Some blah, 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 blah. But then there were those funny Disney movies where it was Santa Claus with an E. Right, because clause, yeah, clause with an E means a clause in a contract. It's right. a pun. Yeah. And maybe it's like Mortal Kombat where like a lot of people in my generation probably think the word combat is spelled with a K. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Especially when when it's like uh, when they spell things, in, you know, incorrectly, intentionally, that bothers right. me. Especially, and we get it a lot around LA, when a tattoo parlor is spelled incorrectly, like custom with a K. I'm like, why um, would anyone trust you? You're not going to get the tattoo <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if you have spelling in it or lettering. Right. Um, that reminds me of the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, Inglorious Bastards, because that is spelled wrong. There's a U in the word Inglorious that it's not supposed to be in there. And, you know, obviously he spelled bastards with an E instead of an A. And I was, and, and like at the time, people were like, why'd you spell it wrong? He's like, it's just the Quentin Tarantino way of spelling it, man. <laughs> but it's like, okay, maybe hypothetically they spelled bastards with an E because, like, it's a swear. But there are other movies with swears in the title, like the PG and the PG-13 swears have been in movie titles before. But to spell Inglorious with a U is so pointless. Right. So my theory has always been that his, his the script leaked. And as, as you do when you're someone like Quentin Tarantino, his scripts are like written on a typewriter, like a real typewriter. So his actual like hand-typed copy of the script leaked online and i was like what if he just didn't know how to spell inglorious and it was in a typewriter and he was like you know someone was gonna go through and cop and you know uh copy edit someone was gonna edit it later right for correction spelling correction uh, to spell correct i wish someone could spell correct my brain right now he said during a news conference i'm never going to explain that i think he spelled the word <laughs> inglorious wrong right. on his typewriter right. his pretentious typewriter the photocopies <laughs> of his script leaked online and he just said it was on purpose because i think there right. are other spelling mistakes within the pages of his script but no one like most people don't see those because mm-hmm. most people don't actually look at the leaked script they just get the news about right. it anyway maybe relying k just spelled it wrong by mistake and they just owned it like quinn tarantino did <laughs> They just didn't want to lose I feel like Reliant K might have more people to answer to than Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. Just a thought. People at the label who double check. Like, did you guys mean to do this? Yes. Maybe it's just the person who typed it up who, like, did the, 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 uh, what do you call it? I think the Weinsteins have uh, bigger things to worry about than if Quentin Tarantino is spelling things correctly. Oh, I was like, the Weinsteins ran Goatee Records? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Didn't you know? Um, yes, I did know that. <laughs> then so, why did you just sound surprised? I don't know. Well, here's the here's the thing. SantaEmail.com tells me that the first time Santa Claus was spelled with an E was the Disney movies. That no one ever ah. assumed it was that until the Disney movies. Well, because it's the Santa Claus. There's a clause right. in the contract. That's it's the, in the first act. Yeah, that's the idea of the movie. Yeah. It's a pun. That's why it's spelled that way. So, moving on. <laughs> I feel like we've been here for a million years. Um, 
Uh, we definitely have to get into the lyrics because this is one of those songs that even though I've like listened to it a lot more in the last couple of Christmases, I definitely don't really know the lyrics. Same. And when I was watching, there's a ton of fan music videos to this song and animated fan videos. And as I was watching those, I'm like, oh, R- Rudolph is puking balls of holly? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> What's he doing? Because they showed Rudolph puking like christmas ornaments in one of the videos so i was like what is he puking i want to get into the lyrics basically yes please so let's do that sorry april loves picking while we're recording to eat her dinner it's not professional (laughs) hey you're supposed to be over here on sound what are you doing our engineer is is really slacking (laughs) she's she's like how dare you Okay, I'm just pulling up Google's lyrics. I'm not going to AZ or Genius, so if there's mistakes in this, I don't know. But, "'Twas the night before Christmas, and up at the North Pole, everybody's going crazy, everything's out of control." Okay, I definitely could suss that out. "'The toy shop is on fire, the toys are melting on the shelves, and you can hear Mrs. Claus screaming, "'I warned you, never trust those elves.'" So, right there... April's upset. Yeah, she's, she's just, very she, upset. She says, what? What do you mean? She's like all of the other rangers. She's like, what do you mean Christmas is canceled? What do you mean Santa isn't going to come visit everybody this year? So maybe she's upset. The thing I was about to say was that Mrs. Claus in this song is hella racist. Oh, She's no. like, think about what? it. She's like, don't trust those elves. Oh, don't trust no. that whole race of creatures <gasps> known as the elves. Oh, no. Does she mean... When she says you people, does she mean that specific group of elves or does she mean all elves? But here she says, I warned you, never trust those elves. They've been working for hundreds of years. Yeah. Thousands of years. Hundreds of years. Santa Claus can only have... Santa Claus, the magical Santa Claus, I assume, can only have existed after the existence of the real Saint Nick. So when did the real real Saint Nick die? I think like the 1800s. When did Saint Nicholas die? He has not died. Oh, he died in 343. Oh, wow. I was way off. So, unless there's a different St. Nicholas. There's only (laughs) one Santa, Danny. When did the real Santa Claus die? (laughs) He's still around. He's visiting everybody. He's getting ready right now, and he's not going to bring you anything because you're you're being sacrilegious. I'm... (laughs) From St. Nicholas to Santa Claus, the original origins of Kris Kringle, according to National Geographic. Oh, so long. So many words. (laughs) Oh, well, whatever. So Santa Claus has been around for, for for hundreds and hundreds of years. And I assume the elves have been working on all the toys. And after all this time in 2002, 2007, when the, when this, when the... When the first Christmas CD came out, right. 2000. There's a pretty pretty wide range in there, Danny. Right, 2004. 2004. In 2004, when the first Christmas album came out, for the first time in hundreds of years, Santa Claus's wife is like, can't trust those elves. They got sticky fingers. Santa is 1,750 years old. Well, there you go. For your information. So, although apparently that is still a young age for an elf. Well, yeah, elves got to be like thousands of years old or whatever, I assume. They've been around since Tolkien times. Because Tolkien (laughs) stuff was real, right? 
So Danny. what? The Come Middle on. Earth was like the Earth that happened between this Earth and the original Earth. No, that's just fantasy. I'm talking about reality here. Santa Claus. Yeah. Reality. I understand. Lord of the Rings. That's fantasy. I assume that the up. Christmas elves like are descendants of the Middle Earth elves before the Middle Earth became the regular Earth. Don't you think that we would have more than one like race of creature that descended from things like orcs? Jessica, forget everything you thought you knew about orcs <laughs> and accept the fact... I've lost the word I'm looking for, but... Wow, we are really out of it tonight. <laughs> Let's get back on track with these lyrics. Unless something drastic happens fast, say hello to the ghost of Christmas past. Because I was right. Because Rudolph's puking bogs of holly. That's what it says. It says bogs. Bogs. Like a bog that you weigh through or a bog that you dig through. Huh. Rudolph's puking bogs of holly. Old St. Nick ain't all that jolly. And the sleigh's in the shop because it's broke down, but Christmas don't stop because Santa Claus is thumb into town. Whoa, Santa Claus is thumb into town. Whoa. So I don't understand what a bog of holly is unless maybe we do have to go to genius because we can always <laughs> yeah, trust the Christmas go. geniuses. It says Rudolph's puking bogs of holly, and there's no annotation of what the heck a bog of holly is. Are you are you googling bog of holly? Yeah, and for some reason, just some writer came up named Holly something or another. Holly bog. bog? Oh my gosh! I don't know. All I'm getting is like, okay, it's I'm a phrase. I'm not sure what language this is, but I found some stuff. You might not okay. have spelled bogs right because bogs of holly is the name of a Trans-Siberian Orchestra song. That was my first result. Ah. Bog is spelled B-O-U-G-H-S. That's why. So here on BushesFlorist.com, it says, What are bogs of holly? The holly... Oh, all this lead. <laughs> just tell me the answer. Every article should just be one answer. Not like a bunch of lead up. That's what Google is for. That's what that first thing on Google is for. Where you just click the thing real quick and it, or it just tells you right at the top, like the short answer. And then you click in to learn the long answer. Okay. I am learning something about Christmas that I never understood. But a holly, like a holly wreath, like those classic yeah. red and green things that you hang up all yes. over the place. A, a collection, like a... A bunch of them, like a palm from, like a, like things that come right. out of a palm are sure. called a from. Apparently, things that come out of a holly are bogs. Interesting. Bogs of holly. So when they sing, deck the halls with bogs of holly, they're singing deck the halls with bogs of holly. I always thought it was deck the halls with balls of holly. I thought it was boughs. There you go. Or, ba- or yeah, like bows. Maybe I did think it was boughs. I, maybe I just kind of like I never thought, it was thought bow, about it. And like bow meant like. Yeah, no, a sweeping wreath of that. Yeah, a wreath like a bow, sure. like yeah. a bow. Maybe it's like a bow of holly, but you pronounce it bow on purpose to make the song make more sense. Well, I never knew this. A bog of holly is what you call a collection of holly. Learn Crazy. something new every day. Learn something new every day here on Sadie Hawkins Pod, the original stuff you should know podcast. Oh wow! So moving on to the lyrics. Bold claim. Very much to his disliking, Santa spent all night hitchhiking. Now, coming up is my number one note on the song. Okay. 
With a sign that reads, ho, ho, slow down, Santa Claus is thumbing to town. So as we'll learn in a moment, in the story of this song, Santa Claus never gets picked up while he's trying to hitchhike, right? Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Perhaps he should have had a better, more concise sign than ho, ho, slow down. Because if I'm driving down the highway... You know, I and I see a Santa Claus, I first don't assume it's the Santa Claus, right. obviously. But if he's holding a sign that says, ho, ho, slow down, I'm going to assume it's some guy that's out there, or lady, some person who's out there doing their part to make everyone drive more carefully during the holiday season. Because if, yes, it's, if exactly. it says, ho, ho, slow, slow down, down, it doesn't say stop. Drive like your kids lived here. Right. If I see a sign that says, ho, ho, drive like your kids live here, I'd be like, Santa Claus is telling me to drive, especially in the snow and the sleet, and you gotta be careful. Plus, you have to imagine, Santa is magic. He can slow down time. He can get into houses. He can, you know, even if they don't have a chimney. So you have to imagine that even if the sleigh broke down for whatever reason, he has a backup plan. Right. So the the next stanza is... Every car just drove right past him and sped right out of sight. Santa never got to ask them to drive around the world in just one night. So, that's nobody's fault but Santa Claus, because he held a sign that said, Ho, ho, slow down. You don't know, and now it says every car sped right past him, but you don't know if they were going, like, 70 miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour speed zone, and they see Santa Claus, and they're like, "They're he's right. I should slow down. Sure. And they slow down to 60, but when they go vroom past Santa Claus, they're going 60. They're going now the speed limit. They're driving more safely. Perhaps Santa Claus inadvertently saved some lives that night with his ho-ho slow down sign. Ooh. But it's no wonder he didn't get picked up for hitchhiking because yeah. it is a horrible sign. It's true. Ho-ho slow down. It's ho-ho, stop, please. Ho-ho, need a ride. Ho-ho, gas, grass, or ass. Like something other than ho-ho, slow down. Um, and yeah. Sled's in the shop. It's all you need. Sled's in the shop. Need a ride. Yep. The other thing that, sorry, I just closed a whatever. There's a thing oh on the table. Oh my goodness. So much banging. Sorry. There's a there's the plug to Jessica's computer sitting on the table, and I'm just flicking it. Okay, okay. Merry Christmas. So. Excuse me while I go into mom mode, and I'm like, up, 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 up. So now I wonder, like, if someone stopped and helped that Kris Kringle, would they have assumed it's the real Santa Claus? By the way. As many of you may or may not know and heard, like, once in a while when there's, like, a thing on the internet or on television, they're like, you know, there's no actual land at the North Pole. Did you realize that? I did not. There's, no, there's ice around there, but there's not actual... It's not like Antarctica. It's oh. not like the South Pole, where there's land in the South Pole. Like, that whole part of the bottom of the hemisphere is land. Where did they go on ice road truckers? I have no idea. I have no idea. But the North Pole is I feel is like just, that was at a pole, but I could be wrong. Probably. The North Pole is, there's no land there. When you think about giant hmm. Antarctica, again, if you're one of those round sure. earthers, when you think of giant Antarctica <laughs> taking up all that space underneath the planet, right? there's no equivalent to it on the north part of the planet. Huh. There's Greenland goes all the way up there and, you know, 
and and Alaska goes real high up, but there's no actual land at the North Pole. They're shifting, she, they're shifting seismic ice or whatever, I guess. And I guess Santa could be there, but he'd be moving all around because that ice isn't sedentary, sedentary. It's not land. Maybe he has like, you know, like how we have the like earthquake straps on the back of our stuff. Maybe he's like got <laughs> the tectonic plate shift straps and he has like a giant like evil villain fortress maybe this explains the infamous mexican santa claus movie from the 60s that mystery science theater famously did but in mexico it's actually like i don't know if it still is in 2020 but in the 90s when mystery science theater did the santa claus mexican movie it was still a beloved like staple of mexican television for christmas season in mexico so like mexican fans were upset that they did it because like how be like (laughs) them doing it's a wonderful life or something right in that movie, Santa Claus is in a castle in the clouds. Yeah. So I wonder if that's like, if, I wonder if like the Mexican, I don't know if it's just that movie or whatever, but I wonder if the people who made that movie were like, there's no land in the in the North Pole. Where he, he obviously, he must be in the clouds above the North Pole. Maybe he is. Maybe they have a direct line to Santa. They know. Yeah. Maybe some elves retired in, down in the sunshine in Mexico. You don't know. Maybe. Maybe they know more about the real Santa Claus, the one whose sidekick is Merlin the Magician. Exactly. <laughs> That's also from that movie. Yes. So It um, makes sense. Santa's magic. Maybe he needs a magician's help. Maybe. So, hypothetically, Santa Claus is in Alaska or northern Canada or Iceland or Greenland or whatever, right? And he's hitchhiking. Someone stops. Someone sees his sign that says, ho, 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 stop, please. They stop. And he's like, now I want to ask you, help me drive around the world in just one night. Does Santa Claus have the magic within him to cause their car to fly around the world in just one night? Because all those people missed. Yeah, that's what I think. All those people missed that opportunity. But it's not their fault because Santa Claus was holding a horrible sign that did not communicate what he actually needed. Right. This song also reminds me of the Weird Al song, The Night Santa Went Crazy. Have you ever heard that song? I have not. It's from the Bad Hair Day album, the one where he's the one yeah. with Amish Paradise. Yeah. It's a song about Santa Claus going postal, like Santa Claus losing his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like playing it. It's kind of depressing, really. It's kind of like funny <laughs> and irreverent when you hear it, but right now, and especially in the context of Reliant K's nice song, it's kind of depressing. But he like goes on a killing spree. Oh, also, wow. I guess in 1996. You know, pre, you know, the, that sort of thing happening in the actual world, in, in this actual country all the time. Right. Might have been a little funnier, but that's the idea. Santa Claus starts, like, killing everybody. It's called The Night Santa Went Crazy. And there's two versions. There's one on the Bad Hair Day album. And then that version, some of the lyrics are actually toned down. Oh, wow. And then on the single of of Amish Paradise, you can hear, like... The one that has slightly gorier lyrics. So you're saying it's like Nancy Drew, how they decided that yeah. at post-30, she was a little too belligerent. So in right. the 50s, they're like, listen, let's tone it down a little bit. Yes. Make her a little bit more beloved and grounded. Yes. So this uh, this song kind of reminds me of that. It's a Santa Claus. It's a story about Santa Claus dealing with like a situation like the toy shop's on fire and the elves are running around and now he's got a hitchhike. But it's still Santa Claus trying to hold it together. Is this a prequel to the Weird Al song? I say, no, I don't want it to be so. So um, we still have a few more lyrics. 
this is the course again. Boggs of Holly, Old St. Nick, and the Jolly. Very much to his disliking, Santa spent all night hitchhiking with... Oh, I already read that. Okay, so that's sort of the end. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those things where like the song, the story actually ends like 75% of the way through the song. So did he and get... And then we just repeat all the other stuff. Did he get kind of around the earth a little bit at least? Because... He spent the night hitchhiking. Right. Did anyone pick him up? And they're like, hey, I can only take you as far as Africa. Sorry, man. Oh, uh, well, it does say no one stopped. So he could ask oh, okay. them. So the answer is no. He just kept walking. Bummer. It's a bummer. So that was the summer. That was the Christmas that didn't happen. Gotcha. Well. Let's take a break. And when we come <laughs> back, we've got a deep dive. Yes. If you enjoy Sadie Hawkins pod, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can interact with the show. Call our voicemail line, 402-95-SADIE, and we'll play it on a future show. You can send an email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com and visit our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at sadiehawkinspod. We also have merch up at our Tee Public store, where you can get a shirt, a mug, stickers, and more. Just in time for Halloween, or for after Halloween, depending on when you're listening to this, is our Little Sheep Boy shirt design, based on the cover of the original Creepy EP. We also want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod. Brady, David, Tucker, This Might Be a Podcast, Owen, Jimmy Eat Pod, Roxanne, Samantha, Helen, Michael, and Connor. You can sign up to our Patreon for bonus episodes and exclusive merch. And if you have a special someone in your life, think of giving them the gift of Sadie Hawkins Pod. <laughs> Over on Song Meanings, 18 years ago, Season the Day said, Hey, it's Jimmy Burns, and I was the first to post on this. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy Burns. 18 years ago, Holby178 said, Congrats, but I'm second. 18 years ago, Sir Cal87 said, Well, I'm third. Oh my gosh. 17 years ago, I'm Lion-O said, I'm fourth, hold on, big entrance, in all caps. Oh my goodness. 16 years ago, CC Ghost said, LOL, I'm fifth. I love this song, laughed when I heard it. <laughs> Who would have thought Reliant K fans could be so obnoxious? <laughs> um, no, I never would have guessed it. It goes on like that for two more comments. Okay. Uh, so through seven... Uh, which is Caitlin Hill 24, 14 years ago, said, Seventh rate here. Quite obviously, Santa's stuck thumbing to town because those silly elves can't be trusted. Or maybe it's humanity's fault for not picking up Santa while he was hitchhiking. Hmm, nah, I'm blaming those elves. No, it's Santa Claus's fault for not having a better sign. 13 years ago, Golden underscore Child said, Poor Santa, if he can get to Alaska, I'm not that far from there. From the Alaskan Highway, I can pick him up. And skipping forward ahead a little bit, TommyBoy93, 12 years ago, said, And I'm the 10th. I've never heard this song. I just wanted to say I'm the 10th. These lyrics oh are hilarious, though. Okay. So, not a lot of meanings, but a lot of comments. Nice. Then we have two TikToks. Here's one where it's people spinning around. Did you know that Santa their, Claus is actually a Mormon? They're artists. They're artisan uh, Christmas ornaments. And nice. They're very cute. They're nice little like ball ornaments painted really pretty. 
And then we have a girl sitting in a dark car uh, lip syncing. And she okay. changes the Kind of looks like my sister. As it goes. A she, bit. She's a six on the my sister scale. She's like Amanda Bynes and my sister had a daughter. Yeah. Then over on fanfiction.net, there is... Okay. We have... The classic. Santa Claus is Thumbing to Town by Cyborg with Great Hair. And this fandom is books, Jeanette Evanach. And it's just called Santa Claus is Thumbing to Town. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Let's see. Uh, Drama and angst. Ranger M. Tank Lester. Merry Man. None of these are words. I don't know. They're all words. They just don't string together (laughs) particularly well. Uh, I've been telling myself for a couple of weeks now that I was going to write a Christmas song fic. Problem was, I couldn't find a Christmas song that spoke to me enough to tell a story (laughs) until last night. Eight o'clock on Christmas Eve, I decided what the song shall be and worked out the setting, etc. for it. And today I spent all day pretty much, I started at 8 a.m. and it's now p.m. writing it because it had to get done before Christmas Day. Right. Edit. I had to take the lyrics out, so please either listen to the song or have what? a read of the lyrics what? so you get the feel for the song. Did they get copyright striked no. on fan fiction? Why did they take the lyrics out? I don't know. Maybe they did get copyright striked. Maybe you can't just post maybe fanfiction. You can totally post But on fanfiction.net, can you? Sure. Sometimes you go to, like, not AZ lyrics. Sometimes AZ lyrics randomly just goes down for no reason, but there's another one. I can't remember what it's called. There's one of the main lyric sites where you go there and it says, our copyright does not allow us to show the lyrics of this song. And you're like, then why does your website exist? Because every other website just does it. Yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. I usually read over on Archive of Our Own because the mobile site for fanfiction.net is not great. So I don't really go to fanfiction.net a lot. But yeah, maybe they maybe they do. I know on AO3 you can definitely post lyrics, but yeah, maybe you can't over here. Especially like if that's sort of an earlier, you know, an early 2000s version of the internet. Did it have a date on that? I'm just saying if it's early 2000s when like people maybe were even more cautious than they are now about copyright stuff and like... 2013. 2013. So never mind that. That might have been like more like preemptively being cautious of getting copyright uh, cease and desist. So you're I not mean, allowing your users to even use. Fan fiction is all copyright infringement. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But maybe that counts as like plagiarism for you to directly quote another written work, whether it's song lyrics or a poem or another novel or story. Maybe. Yeah. This came in at number two on the Odyssey Online's 10 Songs to Wreck the Halls too. It was also on a list of weirdest Christmas songs. It's not that weird. (laughs) It's a little weird. I guess it's a little weird. Then we have over on CantonRep.com an interview with Tyson. It's a Reliant K Christmas with two Akron gigs. And then it has this incredibly horrifying picture where it's an oddly drawn elf holding a ukulele with Matt Tyson's face printed on it cut and pasted (laughs) okay hold on one second because whenever you find interesting visuals (laughs) i don't really have them saved to my notes for the social media later so 
I am going to save this right now and text it to myself because that's adorable and bizarre. <laughs> so uh, while I do this real quick, my mom. Speaking of Santa Claus and Christianity, etc. <laughs> my mom went. She. My mom became born again like the year after I was born. So she was like, I can't raise my son to believe in Santa Claus. Some bullshit right there. So. She was like, Santa Claus isn't the reason for the season. I'm born again now, so I've learned that Jesus is the reason for the season. So my mom went and she specifically told me, now, there's, there's, you'll hear about this thing called Santa. I don't know how she told me, but apparently I accepted it. Like, I was kind of cool with it. And then apparently at some other point, I don't remember, I don't have these memories myself, but at some other point, like, some old lady in a store one time when I was a little kid, tiny little kid, is like, what is Santa getting you for Christmas, little boy? And I went, there's no Santa Claus. Like, as much of a mansplainer as I that am today, like I've always <laughs> been a mansplainer like <laughs> since I was probably four years old. There's no Santa Claus. Um, actually, there's no Santa Claus. I'm good all year because it's the best thing to do for my parents. Not for reward of toys <laughs> stuck up little danny well i still believe in santa so that's why you never got extra toys danny is because you didn't believe so this article is by dan kane and it's from december 10th 2010 reliant k will play a pair of intimate acoustic christmas themed shows tuesday and wednesday at musica in downtown akron matt Teeson talks about the shows and other things when Matt Thiessen phoned from Orlando, Florida on Tuesday afternoon, the first thing he wanted to know was how cold it was in Canton. One sense is that Thiessen, who has been touring the country with the successful pop-punk band Reliant K since his late teens, is never far from home in his thoughts. Reliant K, for which the remarkably talented Thiessen is lead vocalist, chief songwriter, guitarist, and keyboards, will play a pair of intimate acoustic Christmas-themed shows Tuesday and Wednesday at Musica in downtown Akron. The first show is for 21 and older, the second is all ages. The band's Christmas album, Let It Snow Baby, Let It Reindeer, released in 2007, but since updated on iTunes, is one of the Yuletide season's brightest collections. There are punked up renditions of traditional carols, Deck the Halls, 12 Days of Christmas, original songs, both cheeky, Santa Claus is Thumbing to Town, I Hate Christmas Parties, and Tender, Merry Christmas, Here's to Many More, and I Celebrate the Day. And some creamy vocal harmonies to rival the Beach Boys. <laughs> That's a horrible uh, descriptor of me. Creamy. Creamy. Hate it. I hate it. I, I hate it. You like it. creamy? I would rather, I, I don't care about the word moist at all, how people hate that word. And I don't hate the word creamy, but I hate it in regards to music. Like, and I didn't know this. Und- it, this is just awoken in me. Oh, wow. You can't use the word creamy as a descriptor for music. It doesn't work. Alrighty then. Here are my highlights from my Yuletide themed chat with Matt. Question. Your Christmas album is one of my very favorites. What can you tell me about it? Answer. The whole thing started because Jessica, my little sis, was pretty obsessed with Christmas when we were kids. The only things she'd listened to were the Lion King soundtrack or Christmas records. (laughs) So we started recording Christmas songs so she'd have Reliant K stuff to listen to. Question. Just for her. Seriously? 
Answer. The original idea was to record old Christmas songs and give them away free with our third album. This was probably back in August 2004. It's pretty funny recording Christmas songs when it's real hot outside. We only recorded 10 songs at first. But like we, Australia. But we kept adding more. It's going to be an ongoing thing. Question. Some of your original Christmas songs have a touch of sadness to them, which so many of the best holiday songs do. Answer. I was just talking about that at our show the other night, how Christmas tends to magnify the joy in our lives and the lack, therefore, and how it's something we should all try and to deal with around the holidays, that sadness. Question. Tell me about your Christmas shows in Akron next week. Answer. We're playing six or seven Christmas songs out of 18 songs total. And the whole set is fun. It's acoustic with a little electric guitar, but pretty laid back and I guess more mature. People seem to be digging all the show so far. Question. It's cool you're doing club shows in Akron close to home. Answer. We play music we played music earlier this year and we had the opportunity to do it again. We feel like we haven't been playing Ohio enough the past few years. Question. Do you have any vivid memories of Christmas from morning from when you were a kid? Answer. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me think. I was really little, probably first or second grade, and I didn't have any money. So the only thing I could afford to get my sister for Christmas was this huge can of Aquanet hairspray. She opened her Christmas stocking first, and she got a huge can of it from my mom. I got a little bummed about Uh. that. (laughs) Question. Odd. Did your sister have real big hair? Answer, she had some teased Afro-type stuff going on, which was pretty awesome. She's a doctor now. Question, what was the best Christmas gift you ever received? Answer, I got a basketball hoop one year. It was a pretty big deal for me. Question, final gift question, what are you asking Santa for this year? Answer, I like vinyl records. Question, where will you be spending Christmas this year? Answer, I'll be in... Bolivar, Ohio. My brother is flying in from California with his wife and their two kids. It's a big deal. Question. So you are the original remaining member of Reliant K. Answer. Founding member Matt Hoops is still in the band for sure. He just hasn't been touring with us, but he still shows up at practice. He's been working at our record label and he produced a new record for our opening band, Dee's Vale. That's really great. He's been helping a bunch of different ways. It's still a team. He talks about coming back and playing some shows. There's always an open door for him. But to answer your question, I'm the only original guy on the road right now. That's interesting. I did not know that Hoops yeah. like, took some time off from touring for a while. This stuff isn't like cataloged or recorded in like one neat little place, like, you know, whatever. But there are times when Matt Thiessen wasn't able to play certain shows and there are times when hoops wasn't on a tour so who's the vocalist if Tyson isn't there i don't remember oh but my it has gosh. Ha- it has happened really? someone called up and told us about oh that's right how uh, maybe even for 2016 the oh, matt Tyson had to miss right. a couple shows or whatever yeah, I, I don't know but I this sort of stuff that. happens uh question are you in touch with the other guys who've left like dave douglas and brian Pittman? answer i keep up with them like you keep up with friends i miss those guys for sure Question, you turned 30 this year. What was that like? You're such a boy. Answer, it was interesting. It's a funny number. I spend my life pretending I'm 19. I guess I need to prove to myself that I'm mature. 
Question, how old do you feel? Answer, the same as I did when I was 19, maybe a little wiser. I still uh, love to run around, throw a Frisbee, write songs, make records, play shows, the same things kids do. Ooh, you want to know three steps to tell when a (laughs) slot machine is close to hitting the jackpot? (laughs) We'll do that as a Patreon episode, so people want to know they got to pay us. So, uh, great. So then, yeah, we have a couple of things. There are a couple of covers, and one, if my phone won't freeze. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. What's happening? There we go. Uh, One of these covers, I just sort of last second decided to, like, double check i hadn't missed anything and one of these covers came up in between when i originally did my research and when we're recording tonight um so here is a version that i haven't labeled yet because i just found it hours before we recorded this is by c white music or c wyatt music it's the letter c the word white but with a y instead of an i and music on december 13th so just like this week Uh, He recorded this cover of Santa Claus is Thumb into Town. And let me pause real quick to show you. He's all decked out. He's got a little little tree, some uh, Mario stuff behind him, a tree hat that's all lit up. Nice. An ugly Christmas sweater and an acoustic guitar. Right on. That is what C. White Music has as he plays this version of the song. Twas the night before Christmas Up at the North Pole Everybody was screaming Everything's out of control Toy shop is on fire Toys melting on the ship You can hear Mrs. Claus screaming I warned you never trust those elves Unless something drastic happens fast Say hello to the ghost of Christmas past I love the Santa Claus coming to summon to town. Whoa! It's fun. I like it. That is fun. I like the like little pause before he does the woes. So then we only have two other covers. This one is by a group. I guess this group calls themselves Wimps. This is on YouTube. And here's the cover art. It's like this sort of chibi-esque, but also kind of alty, like line drawing Mm. anime art um, with some Japanese letters. I guess the band, like I said, calls themselves, well, the YouTube channel is called Wimps. They look a little like uh, like uh, precious moments drawings. Yeah, like anime-esque precious moments. (laughs) They're wearing Christmas hats. And this is their cover of Santa Claus's Thumb into Town. Twas the night before Christmas, up at the North Pole, everybody's going crazy. Everything's out of control. It's it it kind of sounds like Ben Schwartz a little bit, like you know Sonic the Hedgehog and Parks and Rec and stuff. Right. But not really, but That's sorta. Funny. I guess a little. It's like if Ben Schwartz played at a Warped Tour band. <laughs> Which what is Sonic the Hedgehog? But 
Ben Schwartz in a Warped Tour band. <laughs> of course. The movie, I mean. Right. They didn't even do the woes. Controversial. Oh, well, and then we have the last cover here. This is Kayla Burgess. I'm kind of shooting through these covers real quick. <laughs> Because there's a lot of, like, fan works, so I want to get to those. This is Kayla Burgess. Okay, I don't even know how any of that sounded just now. But I skipped a minute in, because they... They took a minute to, like, settle in on their acoustic guitar. Super low-res computer camera. Skillet poster in the background. Very strange purple-pink walls. They look like the ooze from, specifically, uh, Ghostbusters 2. The walls do. Um, Yeah, so let's see if we can actually... And there's this weird, like, drop... And there are these dropped frames, which Mm -hmm. are also dropping the audio out. So let's see if we can actually hear some of the song that we recognize. I like that part. Unless something happened. I don't know. Something about the way that wasn't done exactly correct. It was like this weird offbeat. Mm-hmm. I liked that. But yeah, it's tough to hear that because you like video. ska. She took a real ska I angle there. love that offbeat. Just yeah. love that offbeat. So that's it for covers. Um, but there are, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten produced fan music videos meaning wow. like either animated from scratch or like people in their house shooting a vid- music video together as opposed to like we also have like a a maple story mmv and a runescape music video and like stuff like that but oh and there's like a full a full claymation like 20 minute Whoa. stop motion animated movie like a short film based on the idea of the song. We can't really watch it right now because it is very slow and a little lifeless because it's so long Mm -hmm. and they're actually like trying to get so much story out that there's no real pace to it. So we can't really talk about it here. That sounds amazing. But just so people can kind of check that out if they want to on their own, that is uploaded by... It's uploaded by Bram Grot Films. Bram g-r-o-a-t films santa claus is thumb into town part one if you type that in you should get it 11 years ago um so let's see about some of these fan music videos okay here's the we'll just go right to the what i think is the best one i think this is honestly i tweeted about this a couple a week or two ago because i did my original research for this song so early i've seen a lot of fan music videos of reliant k songs now and some of them are good some of them are pretty well shot um 
a lot of them are very bad. <laughs> like all of them are heartfelt and good in good in a certain way. But this one is like, I guess like this one has the best editing of it has like, like whoever edited this video could maybe actually edit movies or should edit movies or edit trailers or something. Cause there's an energy to this music video that is like, I find undeniable. So I'm going to skip in a little bit. So it's just like them and their friends just kind of, and this is, I didn't say who this is, but this is the three sisters page, all one word, the, the number three sisters page, one word. And it's just them. <laughs> it's all of them in costumes and there's a cut every second. Mm. There's a cut every like beat or two. They went out to the road and they had their friend dressed as Santa Claus, like actually trying to hitchhike with strangers, writing the sign. It says, ho. everyone wrote, just like how there's certain things that happen in every fan music video, everyone made the sign that says, ho, ho, slow down, even in the animated videos. They're out there like moshing Dance on the around, road, running, running yeah. screaming, pounding the ground in frustration. Like so much energy from all the performances. <laughs> Waving at a truck and the editing. driving by and yeah. some cars. And the editing, um, it just floored me because I just seen, I guess like I see a lot of people, I, I see a lot of teenagers and 20 somethings putting effort into their video as far as their performances and their like photography, but sometimes it lacks finally in the editing, but this is like everything together in one. Yeah. This is so fun. They're running around and then they like, is this the one? Yeah. This is actually like a film. So this is seven minutes. So the song ends. But then there's an epilogue where you actually hear onset audio of Santa Claus crying because he failed to get someone to take him hitchhiking around the world in just one night. And it's set to I Hate Christmas Parties. And so Santa's kind of finally resigned. He just sits there in the middle of a field. It's not snowy wherever they live. It's very just gray. And watch what happens. Uh, uh cowgirl just rode up someone a, a lady just rode up on a horse like on a real horse just in the shot like <laughs> walked into the shot like out of nowhere and perfectly handed santa revealed the reins. and handed santa the reins and santa's so happy he's gonna make it around the world in just one night on this horse didn't he have reindeer i know yeah. i know rudolph was puking bogs of holly but were all of the reindeers puking bogs of <laughs> And there he goes. Ah. Then the Trans-Siberian Orchestra plays. <laughs> while Santa Claus, actually like a like gallops a Western film, gallops through a field. A field, yeah. And then we cut to the credits. And it's full-on credits. And like, if you watch these credits, they had whole characters that couldn't fit in the final edit. Like, wow. they had so much to work with. This is really one of the best music videos. I commented on it, and I was like, I love it. I commented on this a week ago and I said, this is one of the best Reliant K fan videos I've seen and its view count is a, its view count is a crime. I'm going to do whatever I can to fix this. It only has 164 views and oh, it's wow. four years old. Everybody, please go and check out because we can all, there's only so much we can do to describe the video. Yeah. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Santa Claus spelled correctly, not in the Reliant K way. But correctly, Santa Claus is thumb into town by the three sisters page, one word. That's that video. 
And then there's a bunch of other videos. They're all good, but they're all literally, you can imagine all of them. They're mm-hmm. like, they all make the sign that says Santa Claus is thumbing it down. Some of them are little kids. There's one where they actually lit, they took like a dollhouse and they put a little sign on it that said toy shop. And then they actually lit it on fire, <laughs> like in the middle of their backyard or something. And then like filmed that. So there was definitely right danger out there. And then I tweeted, that made me tweet something about how like, um, recently I was like, I've been watching all these fan videos and I don't think anyone's getting set insurance or location <laughs> releases. <laughs> So anyway, so uh, I guess that's Santa Claus's thumb into town. I don't. What, could, do you want to watch another one of these? I don't know. There's a vlog. Oh yeah, there's a nice vlog. We'll end on. We'll end on this. Hold okay. on one second. There's a drum cover. There's a guitar cover. Like I said, uh, uh, and like I said, there's a RuneScape video and a Maple Story video. Um, but what's Maple Story? It's like an anime, like. It looks like an... I don't really know the game, but it's like an anime-esque game. You might have seen this in other fan videos. Hold on a second. I just recently figured out what it is, because I see these all the time, and they're called MMVs. You recognize this general kind of like... sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a... I've seen that style before. Yeah, they're like anime 8-bit, 16-bit type characters. Whatever this game is, you must have a lot of ability to, like, create stuff because there's a lot of very specific to this song artwork in this video. I don't really know what it is. I'm not... I, I'm, I don't, I'm not into nerdy stuff. <laughs> totally am. <laughs> Doesn't give me a look like, are you really going to lie like that? So, then last thing. I'll just share... Oh, yeah, you, that's right. You'll like this. So, this I is... Like this the, is the mug. Yeah, this is the bold... Co girl, the bold co girl, not all one word. This is her vlog number 10 behind the scenes women's Christmas tea. So, her theme song, I know you're gonna love because it's a bunch of coffee mugs one at a time on like a on a tight little like product set, and it kind of like keeps editing and it shows all her different mugs and the coffee keeps pouring in each one. I don't know. I'm not, I didn't describe that correctly. Yeah. So she gets to show off all her mugs. We could do that. We have an enormous mugs collection. (laughs) So this lady gives like a vlog about she's like her business and stuff. I don't know. I, at first I was like, she's just kind of talking in generalities about her business. And I'm like, there's not much here because she's just kind of talking about what's up with her. Like, whatever. But then she goes on to her church in the second half of the video and shows all these amazing decorations that they did for, like, a women's tea. Oh, wow. Like, they're going to have, like, all the women over to the church to drink right. Christmas tea. Yeah. And a little, they made a little nook with books for the I children. those ones. They decorated the table settings amazingly. Like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looks so out of a magazine. And the song is still playing underneath all of this. And it's like a really, one of those really nice, like kind of new church buildings. Mm -hmm. They've got trees all over every wall. They've got so many Christmas trees with like fake Christmas decorations. It's really nice. What I assume are fake Christmas decorations. They've got like a one stone wall with a cross on it and like uh regular walls everywhere else (laughs) 
So we're almost there. Christmas is almost upon us, folks. I'm exhausted from all the Christmas shopping, all of the bogs of holly. How, how many how many Christmas gifts did you get for me this year? I got you five. Oh my god! Three days ago, I got you zero. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica had all these Christmas gifts under the tree, and they're all coming in like in the next few days. But literally, I have. Well, you know, I've bought you things that are like, this is my Christmas gift. Like, getting you your braces. Right. And something, your bass guitar. All of these little things that were like, these are your early Christmas gifts. And so once Christmas came around. That was my Valentine's Day present. Oh, you're right. Well, what is Christmas <laughs> but Valentine's Day to Jesus? Like, we say, thank you, Lord. You are our Valentine on this Christmas morn. So, Jessica. Yes. Do you like Santa Claus is Thumb Into Town more the same or more or less than you liked it before we did this episode? I think about the same. I think I like it a little bit more. Hmm. So finally, we're we're on different pages when it comes to that. Because for the last couple of weeks, we kept picking the same one. Is this the end of our relationship? Oh, no. <laughs> Stick around and find out next week on Sadie Hawkins Pod. We just wasted 75 minutes of your life.